Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Welcome back. Final hour of the show. Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700 as we're here with you until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Well, Jimmy B, yep. we've uh, touched a little of everything today. Uh-huh. We talked some UNI Panthers. We did. With a, uh, another release of the portion of their non-conference basketball schedule. We talked Hawkeyes with Pat Hardy. We've talked baseball. We've talked basketball. We even talked a little tennis today. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go in an area that might make you a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, boy. Are you ready? It's it's not about I don't have to go and get the pens yet. I don't have to do that. <laughs> no, no. You're okay. In, you're in good shape there. Okay. Good deal. Marriage. Ooh. Yeah. I, I told you. Ooh. Might make you a little bit uncomfortable. Ew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you say it like it's a sickening word. It is. Well, it's a 50-50 proposition here. Mm-hmm. But I found something interesting. Uh-oh. You've seen, you've been at sporting events where... Yeah. There's a proposal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, to get it up on the Jumbotron, you got to pay, you know. You gotta, yeah, you got to cough up some jack. It's going to cost a little money. Well, I found yesterday Yes. what it costs at every major league stadium to propose for baseball. So you're at the ballpark, you know, ask the old lady, hey, we going to do this thing? So there are five ballparks that don't allow proposals. Oh, interesting. Which good, I, I good did. for them. Let me know what they are. <laughs> uh, Toronto. Good, perfect. I love the Canadians. Uh, the Angel Stadium. Uh huh. The Big A down at Kauffman Stadium. Oh, interesting. In yeah. Kansas City. Okay. Uh, Camden Yards for okay. the Orioles and City Field for the Mets. Okay. So those are the five. That no Jimmy proposals. B, you're you're safe to bring a lady to if you okay, like. Okay, I like that idea. So the, those, hate, those five are on the checklist for Jimmy because B. Because I hate it when they propose to me. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the way it goes, huh, Brinson? <laughs> they propose to you. Oh, oh, look at you. Look at you. Now, what do you think it costs in general? Okay. So just kind of give me a, a median price. Uh, 200 bucks. You're about right. Okay. Uh, the cheapest in baseball. For, a, for a, a a big board proposal. Yes. Okay. Is uh, out of PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Beautiful ballpark. It is. You've been? I have. In the city in the background. Yes. my uh, Probably my favorite stadium that I've been Do to. You? Okay. Outside of my favorite team. Which okay. Which always holds a special place. Uh, yeah. Great ballpark. Sight lines are incredible. Fun place. Went there. Oh, man. It's probably five, six years ago now, Back going back and uh, watching a game there. The Pirates were absolutely awful at the time, too. And we could basically have a run of the park. They were a long time. They were. They were. <laughs> it's going to cost you 39 bucks. 39 bucks to get that's up it? on there. That's it. That's pretty. That's decent. It is. There are uh, a few other that will be pretty cheap. 50 mm-hmm. bucks for the Braves, the Rockies, the Reds. And the Braves have that new ballpark, too. They do. They do. couple... Right in that area as well, the White Sox and Padres, fifty-five bucks. Okay. Then we start elevating two more under a hundred bucks. Uh, the A's for eighty-five, the Tigers for seventy-five. Yankee Stadium. I was surprised by this one. Okay. Told you, City Field with the Mets. Uh, they, they do not they, have. Proposals. They don't do it right. Yankee Stadium. I expected to be towards the top. They're not. 
Hmm. Just a hundred bucks. Really? At Yankee Stadium? And you can propose at okay. Yankee Stadium. I was surprised and, and by you that make, one. And you make the Jumbotron. And you make the Jumbotron. Okay. You are correct. Uh, how about Wrigley Field? Where do you think Wrigley is here on the list? I'll tell you the most expensive. Okay, what is the most expensive? Is twenty five hundred. Ooh. Yes. Wrigley, I'll say five hundred. One seventy five. Wow, that's good pricing. Not bad. Okay, either. yeah, that's not bad. Uh, if I would have proposed my wife up at Target Field, it yes. would have cost me two hundred nine dollars. Wow. Uh, as I said, one seventy five at Wrigley. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing you did it outside the men's That's, bathroom. <laughs> okay, that is correct. Uh, Milwaukee's at two fifty. Okay, Fenway three fifty. But the upper echelon ones, the Cardinals are one at five hundred bucks. Wow, one of the more expensive ones. What's also, the one? What? What did you say? Twenty five hundred. Well, there are two that you're going to cost over a thousand. Okay, fifteen hundred, and then the high water mark is twenty five hundred. Where do you think these places are, Jimmy? San Francisco. San Francisco, no, 175. Wow. Out at AT&T or whatever they're calling it. Don't tell days. me Safeco Field in Seattle. No, no, they're uh, pretty cheap, 115. Okay. To make a proposal. Houston? No, no, 500. One Arizona? Of the Arizona, no. Arizona's pretty cheap. They're on the cheaper side of things. Oh, 200. Dodger Stadium. Oh, I could see. Yeah, I could twenty five hundred dollars. I understand they got money out there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, lots of it. But twenty five hundred just to put it up on the jumbotron. Ooh. I mean, you better be able to get a cake or something, if, some if appetizers. That's, if that's out of that. if that's the case, she gets a cigar band as a ring. Oof. Rubber band. Here you go, honey. <laughs> Enjoy it. And I, the other one. I spent all the money on the Jumbotron. Yeah. Over 1000 is out in D.C. at Nats Park. Oh, at Nats Park in D.C.? 1500 A lot of money there, that too. One. There is, but boy. It's pricey. Well, you know Pricey what, for a proposal. You, you know what I think it does, too? It Maybe they did that to discourage it, too. Yeah, it could, very well could be. You know, I mean. I, Make I, it more I get special. That. Yes. Where you're not seeing them every game. Every game, yeah. Multiple times per game, those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. If you're going to do it, you're going to pay for it. Yeah, right. Exactly. I uh, never had the thought of proposing at a event. Ah. So, first time, my wife moved back from Japan after she taught there. Right. And we started dating. We talked a few times when she was over there. Knew each other a little bit in college, but nothing, nothing substantial. But we started going to Iowa games together. I don't think that would have worked very well. I, she would have said yes. I mean, I, it's me. Of course she would have said yes. I'm not worried about that. But I don't think that was her idea of a great proposal is to do it that way. When you were popping the question, Jimmy B., did you ever think about doing it at a ball game? No. That was at work for you, though, I too. was hammered. that. <laughs> Is that your excuse? Yes. You were bombed when you, when yes. you popped it? Once was never again. <laughs> never again. Am, am I looking at this right? Uh, check your Twitter account, because if so, we have breaking news. Oh, okay. I'm not sure okay. I'm looking at this correctly, though. That's why I want you to see this. Do you see the Oklahoman reporting that Bob Stoops is retiring at Oklahoma? Uh, well, let's see here. Seth passed that along to us. Let's see if we can get some confirmation, because that would be a pretty big deal. And you have to be careful anymore, Jimmy B. Yes, I know. I, I always check sources. That's why I said look at your sources to see. you got to be careful with fake 
accounts. Yes, I know that. So let's uh, let's take a peek here. He's going to, according to Barry Trammell, he's going to tell the Sooners this afternoon he will retire as football coach. That would be big. That would. I'd be say very so. Big. I'd say so. Well, you know the the oddity going on, and I'm looking at Barry Trammell's Twitter feed. Yeah, I'm looking at Bruce Feldman. He's got it. Is it the real Bruce Feldman? I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says Bruce Feldman. Well, that's why you got to click I on know. it. Is there a check mark there, Jimmy? Yes, there is. All right. Now we're getting some more things. Jenny Carlson also of the Oklahoman. Yep. If she tweets it, it yep. should be it should be correct. That is actually her, 12,300 yes. followers. So here we go. You, you cannot get on the Oklahoman right now. Because everybody's freaked out. It it's, is. You Everyone can't even is get on the there. website. Yeah. You see it right here. Yes, I see it. This site can't be reached. Yes. The connection was lost. Checking connection, firewall. Here we go. Okay, you got on. And we are away we go. Bob Stoops retiring. After this season. Yeah. Well, he's been uh, in Chicago a lot. He's been buying up a lot of real estate there. Does this mean that he's he a is, new head coach of the Bears? He is going to take over after John Fox is fired after this year. It'll be Ryan Pace's last shot with Bob Stoops. I would buy into that speculation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, here it is. I will read the story again from the Oklahoman. Okay, yeah, because this is major. We didn't do the sounder. No, no. Beep, 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 beep. Your sounder is broken. It's terrible. Bob Stoops, one of three coaching giants of Oklahoma's century-long football excellence, plans to tell his team Wednesday that he will retire after 18 seasons as the Sooners head coach. A source said offensive coordinator Lincoln Riley will take over as head coach. It is expected the Stoops will remain with the university in some capacity. This looks like it's happening right now. Right now. Not He's going to coach for another year. Yeah, right now. This appears the way that I read it, Jim. Yeah. That he's done. Uh-huh. That he will not be coaching in 2017. Yeah, right. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. What is going on here? I don't know. He's he 56. Says, he, yeah, he's not old. And he says that his he and his family are in great health. Nothing with health. Wow. I mean, I, I, this is what happens when we get stories and we don't have a moment to process it. And that's, that's what it. I'm trying to do right now. Yeah, I am trying to do the same. I, I'm trying to process this happening. So I'll take you back as we try to collect our thoughts. Woo! As Jim, you were not in the state back in 1998. I was not. As Hayden Fry retired and, well, everybody figured that Push. Bob Stoops was coming in. Mm-hmm. And as it was going down, the program at the University of Iowa at the time had taken a pretty serious dip. 1995 had a very good team, an excellent team, in fact. Uh, That was a team that went out there, went toe-to-toe with some heavyweights, was flying high at a good level. 96, they come back, Tim Dwight, TV and Banks, expectations at 97, and they didn't fall through. And then after that, many people believed after they beat Washington, who was uh, the Pac-12, a uh, Pac-10 at the time, champion, beat him in the Sun Bowl. Hayden was carried off the field. That that was going to be a swan song. Mm-hmm. That he was going to go out on top. But it was Tim Dwight. It was Tavian Banks. It was Matt Sherman. 
it was that group that talked him into coming back and gave it another go, stuck around for a couple of years. The recruiting took a dip. And by 1998, his final season, it was not very good. Okay. It was uh, a program that had a lot of holes in terms of recruiting. There were areas that had fallen back. Uh, many of the things that Hayden had built the program on had just left not in the way that Hayden, I think, wanted them to go out. I but understand. That was the spot. Still, yeah. people felt with Bob Stoops' background that it was a slam dunk, that there was no doubt that he was going to be the coach. Instead, Iowa went to him. They told him throughout the committee, it was the school president, Mary Sue Coleman at the time, the athletic director, Bob Bowlesby, uh, some players that were also a part of it, different media, um, different members, excuse me, of the athletic department, that we have one more person that we are going to interview, who happened to be Kirk Ferentz. Yes. That uh, we owe it to him, that we are still going to do the interview I think it was known to Bob Stoops that the job would be his, but he had to wait an extra day mm-hmm. or a couple days. During that time, Oklahoma, Oklahoma yep. also was there. Remember, Oklahoma was coming off some rough times themselves. Yeah, It was not Oklahoma as he knew it throughout the well 50s through 80s. It had fallen on hard times, but the offer was there. The offer was on the table. He was not willing to wait an extra day or two for Iowa. And he took the Oklahoma job. And the rest, as we know, is history of the way that it played out. 18 years at Oklahoma, a ton of success. Unbelievable. Big game, Bob. A national championship. Mm-hmm. Tons. Uh, out of his 17 years, 10 Big 12 championships. Think of that. In today's day and age. Yes. 10 championships in 17 years. And it looks like it is over for Bob Stoops at Oklahoma. He's retiring. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy that this is breaking as we speak. First Thad Mata at Ohio State in basketball. And we thought that, well, that'll probably be the biggest college story of the week. No, it is topped by Bob Stoops retiring effective immediately as head football coach at Oklahoma. Thanks to Seth for uh, the heads up there yep. as he uh, popped it over to us on Twitter you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, you can always find us as well at Jimmy B Radio for Jim, myself, at Trent Condon. We'll take a time out here. More thoughts on that. We're also going to talk Nick little, Nelson, huh? Yeah, we're going to talk some twins. We're going to talk some Vikings, Gophers, whatever else is rattling around in the mind of our neighbor to the north. Nick Nelson on the other side and more thoughts on Bob Stoops retiring. Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Attention landowners, want to know what your farm is worth? At Iowa Land Company, our team of blue-collar land experts combine years of real estate experience with the latest marketing innovations to give you a modern real estate service unmatched in the Hawkeye State. We're a farmland real estate company, and helping connect buyers and sellers of Iowa land is our specialty. Give us a call at 641-443-2584 or visit us online at iowalandcompany.com for a free farmland evaluation. Tom's Auto Sales, we're a one-stop shop for all brands of cars, trucks, and SUVs. At Tom's Auto Sales, we have great prices and a great selection of the best quality used vehicles around. Visit our website at tomsautogroup.com. Tom's Auto Sales. Lots of things take 15 minutes, like sitting through a halftime show or running a very slow mile. Well, Buffalo Wild Wings wants to add one more to the list. The B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch. Order from this menu and you'll get your lunch in 15 minutes or it's free. So put in your order, count all the tiles on our ceiling, and voila, 15 minutes and your food has arrived. Or it's on us. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Valid for tables of 6 or last Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at participating locations for dining only. Other restrictions apply. See participating location for details. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non-return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. 
Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Back with you here, TC. Running solo this segment. We got Nick Nelson with us as we'll take you up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Get to talk some baseball with him, but breaking news uh, just came out here within the last 10 minutes or so. Bob Stoops set to retire at Oklahoma. Uh, Happening immediately, Lincoln Riley, the offensive coordinator, is going to take over as the head coach. Uh, Doesn't sound like it's anything health-related. Stoops, 56 years old, uh, from Bruce Feldman, a quote that Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports had. Basically, just wants to go out and live his life. And at 56 and the money that he's made, the successes that he's had at Oklahoma, I certainly can't deride the guy for that one. We'll get into that a little bit more uh, coming up here in just a little bit. Right now, though, we got Nick Nelson on the line with us. He's here to talk Minnesota Twins, Minnesota sports in general, and he joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Nick, what's going on? Hey, trying to have it going. Yeah, I don't know how to uh, how to tie the, the Bob Stoops news into uh, into the Twins Twins discussion other than to say that the bullpen continues to stoop to new levels, right? <laughs> oh, uh, I like that one there. We're going to give you a, give you a rim shot <laughs> and uh, get you going Thank on that. <laughs> so, well, I, I do have something I want to bring up to you. I, aside from the Twins and just Minnesota sports in general, you know, we love to localize everything here in Iowa. You guys up there in Minnesota, I think, sometimes take it to a completely another level. And I saw uh, Vikings fans up there already hoping to bring back former gopher Eric Decker after he was cut by the Jets yesterday. What's uh, what's with you guys uh, loving your own up there at, at a, a level that sometimes borders on creepy? Yeah, the one of us uh, motto runs runs deep. Uh, that, that definitely, there's uh, quite an interest in, in following anyone with any kind of ties here and Obviously, they've already made uh, made one move of that uh, of that nature in the receiving core by uh, bringing in Michael Floyd, who went to high school here in Minneapolis, of course. Uh, so Eric Decker, another local boy, uh, it'll be worth looking into if, if their receiving core isn't a little overloaded at this point. Um, but but you're definitely right about that. Uh, it is there is almost a weird level of uh, uh, sentimentality for people with any kind of connection here. Yeah, we 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 have that here, but you guys. <laughs> there it's crazy and uh well eric decker he's got his own set of circumstances but that aside we're here to talk minnesota twins uh before we get into the team and that bullpen uh a lot of speculation that perhaps they were going to be in it to bring in sam dyson who is just having a rough season with texas uh one of the many teams that were mentioned that's not the case uh decides that san francisco is going to be the spot that's going to get him with the uh, move that happened there Disappointment in your mind that the Twins weren't able to strike a deal to bring Dyson in? Uh, not really. You know, I mean, they're definitely looking for answers at this point. That's obvious, and I think there should be an attitude that anything is worth trying, you know, uh, go through whatever options you can. Uh, but Sam Dyson is really no different than, than Ryan Presley, who's one of their biggest problem spots here. You know, a guy who had success last year, seemingly still has the stuff and the ability, but uh, just totally out of whack. I mean, I think you look at the numbers for Dyson, and they're worse than than anyone in the Twins' bullpen, which is really saying something. So uh, I don't know if they're in a position to really uh, be taking on a complete experiment and project like that, especially if they're going to have to give up someone to get them. Uh, I'd, I'd be more interested in, in continuing to go through the internal options, although uh, what we've seen so far and what we saw last night from, from Randy Rosario and Alex Wimmers uh, was not too inspiring. 
No, you're, you're absolutely right on that one. Uh, how about in-house? Is there anything that maybe down the line a little bit more this season, uh, a young arm in double A, something like that, something that you look at inside the system that you can get excited about? Yeah, you know, I think the biggest problem is, and this is sort of why I cut a little bit of slack to the front office for, uh, and I didn't love their approach with the bullpen this offseason. I don't think anyone did, but I, I do cut them a little slack because, frankly, you know, I think three of the guys that they were really looking at as as players that could come up and be impact arms and real difference makers, you know, not just not just middle inning plugs, uh, they've all been they've all been injured, kind of with these vague, weird injuries, you know. Uh, JT Shagwa has not pitched very much this year. He almost made the club out of spring training. He's a guy who will be one of the hardest throwing relievers in the league if and when he eventually comes up and sticks. You know, I think they look at him as a late inning and maybe potential closer guy. Uh, I don't really know what the timetable on him is. He, he hasn't pitched uh, since April in a game. I think he's in extended spring training right now. He had an elbow impingement. Tyler J., uh, their first-round pick from a couple of years ago, they announced this spring that they were going to give up on the experiment of trying to convert him to a starter and go back to relief with him, which uh, theoretically should get him to the majors more quickly, but he also has been having shoulder problems. He's barely pitched. And, of course, Nick Birdie, another one of those flamethrowers drafted out of college who was supposed to be a fast riser, he just underwent Tommy John surgery, so he's out for the year. So uh, that leaves them without a lot, and they might have to get a little experimental and creative in trying to address this thing, maybe find a starting pitching prospect in the minors that they can uh, bring up as a reliever or something like that. Well, or they could just turn uh, Chris Jimenez into a, a full-time reliever, right? After, or, Did you stay up last night for that whole disaster? No, I flipped it off uh, a little way through, but yeah, I did see that he made yet another relief appearance, which is, <laughs> which is kind of incredible. And hey, you got the job done. you got to give him that much. Well, he threw a pitch that had to be like 40 miles an hour. It was one of the most odd things I've ever seen in a Major League Baseball game that he, that he flipped up there. I don't know what it was supposed to be, some kind of curveball. It was uh, absolutely hideous, though. Uh, Over-under, number of appearances where we see him and as the rest of the year. I'll put it at two and a half. You taking the over or the under deck? I think I have to take the over at this point unless they can figure some things out because uh, we're already up to, what, four now through, yeah. through a couple months. So, uh, yeah, not, not too pretty. But uh, I think they're, they're definitely hoping to get the under on that. Well, the question is out there, and I know I think it was Cody Christie over at Twins Daily earlier this week posed it with an article about Urban Santana, who's off to a great start. You look at what he did in the back half of last season as he put together and strung together a number of great starts at that point as well. A controllable arm, a mid-rotation type of guy. But this Twins team, even with the good start, certainly not anything that people look at as going to be a long-term long team if they even get into the playoffs. Is it time to start thinking about moving Irvin Santana? And what kind of haul do you think they could get? Uh, well, that is the question. You know, I mean, I think, uh, does he have more value than he did this time a year ago? That's probably not as clear-cut as one would think. Uh, you know, obviously there's there's one less year left on the contract. It's fine through next year. Uh, the numbers have been good this year, although I don't think that uh, the the hiccup uh, in his last start is necessarily going to be an isolated incident. You know, there are a lot of underlying statistics that would suggest that he is pitching way over his head, which which is not to say that he's not a good starting pitcher, but I don't think any of these, these uh, teams that are looking at him are going to see him as really a number one starter, uh, you know, a game one playoff guy. So So that limits it a little bit, but... Uh, it's always obviously going to depend on, on where they're at uh, in terms of contending as, as the deadline approaches and, and how the next few weeks go for him. But, um, you know, I think that if they get an offer that has a couple good young pitchers in it, then they're going to have to take a really hard look 
Uh, but when you look at the depth that they have in the rotation, is that pretty much a white flag on the season? Probably so. So, I mean, that's definitely something they're going to have to weigh. Uh, you know, I remember, boy, this is probably going back maybe a decade, maybe more than that. Uh, the White Sox kind of had a similar team to the Twins this year. Had some veterans. They were above 500. They led, oh boy, this is probably even longer back now than I even think. Uh, this might have been back when the Indians were humming along in the late to mid-90s at a high level. And they traded off a lot of their assets, played well for a couple of weeks afterwards, and then fell apart as what was expected. If there would be a move like that, uh, you would have to figure that the guys around the team certainly wouldn't be very happy about the here and now. No, no, and that's uh, that's something you got to really account for. Um, you know, I, th- I think uh, trading Dozier, you know, that, that's another thing where, I mean, that guy's a leader in the clubhouse. He's really well-liked. They know that they're going to have a much better chance to win with him around. Uh, so it's got to be a really clear deal. I mean, I think that was, was sort of – uh, one thing that sort of was a factor in the in the trade talks in the offseason, you know, if you trade Brian Dozier, who's the heart of your team, for one pitching prospect, uh, which was kind of seemed to be the thing on the table with Jose De Leon, uh, you know, how's that going to be looked at? You know, we're giving up a guy who's helping us right here and now for a young pitcher who's totally unproven and could get hurt or flame out. So I think it would have to be a very convincing return in order to be able to sell that to the fans and the players. What about Joe Maurer? As he's putting together a decent season, he's hitting two nineties, on pace for what about twelve homers, uh, seventy RBI, uh, decent numbers, but nothing that's going to blow you away. When they get to the point though that it's time to sit Joe down, and with the, with it still left on that contract, is that going to be a difficult position for both the Twins and for Maurer? Or do you think things will go pretty smoothly when they get to that point? Well, it's, it was looking like that point might be coming up pretty quickly yeah. uh, in April. Uh, he was really struggling. Since then, he's bounced back quite a bit. Uh, you know, I know there have been periods where he said this in the past, so I don't want to uh, get overly caught up in it. But he's he's looked a lot more like vintage Maurer lately. He's, he's driving the ball a little more. He's lifting it a little more, hitting for more power, uh, having those great at-bats that we're used to seeing. So uh, I don't think he's a real concern right now. And I, I like the way they've been handling it, sort of cutting back. Uh, his playing time a little bit, giving him more days off. I, I looked at his righty-lefty splits a couple days ago, and I noticed that he's really been shielded from, from left-handed pitching pretty well. So, you know, I think as long as Molitor can continue to manage him like that, and it, and it doesn't seem like Maurer really has a problem with it, uh, they're going to avoid any awkward or uncomfortable situations. But, you know, if, if it does reach a point where he's way, way below average and just not producing, then then that would be a pretty tough discussion, yeah. Next year, the final year of that contract, he'll be 35 when the contract ends. Do you see Joe Maurer going someplace and maybe hanging around for another year or two, trying to pick up a ring with somebody, being a bench kind of player, a pinch hitter, you know, the professional at bats that he can play? Could you see that for Maurer? Do you think he's going to retire as a twin? It really just depends on how the next couple seasons play out for him. I think if he... Has a, finishes well this year and has a good season next year, and it's really pretty obvious that he can still play and be, be an asset to someone, that he'll keep going. But he certainly doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's going to keep pushing himself past the, past the point of his usefulness. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got twin girls. He's got a family. He's a, he's a low-key guy who's had the fortune of playing in his home state his entire career. So is he going to pack up at uh, 35 and move to some other team and city to go be a part-time player? I, I have a pretty hard time seeing it, to be honest. Talking with Nick Nelson, TwinsDaily.com, as we take a look at the still first-place Minnesota Twins here on June 7th, even after the loss last night. 
Uh, not just uh, Jimenez getting the backup catcher, his fourth appearance out of the bullpen this year, but Escobar playing catcher. What, what was Wilder doing there? Uh, it sounds like he just saw an opportunity to give him a, a, little, a little time to, to get some experience there. I mean, he's been listed as the backup catcher, I think, pretty much at all times for the last couple seasons. So, um, you know, it, it's good to give him a little chance to at least get in a game and, and do it. You know, they only have the two catchers, and there's been some occasions where, where both guys have been in the starting lineup where, you know, Castro's catching and Jimenez is at first base. So uh, it's not too hard to envision a scenario where they would actually need to use Escobar in, in that kind of state. So uh, in a blowout loss, why not, why not get him back there and let him get a few reps? And uh, it seemed like he handled it okay. Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. Uh, it might be a little bit different though when you got a, a real pitcher throwing at you as opposed, as opposed to Jimenez, but that's that a story is true. for now. <laughs> you remember uh, who the backup was? Uh, the backup emergency catcher back in the the late aughts, right? Uh, who was it? It was Morneau. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. He had the back. He came up as the catcher, I believe. He did. He absolutely yeah. did. A uh, little bit different there with Bordeaux as opposed to as opposed to Escobar. And I remember Gardenhire at the time, uh, after Morneau started to become Morneau, he said, well, we got to change that. We can't afford to have our emergency catcher be a guy that's on track to be an MVP. Probably good work right, on Gardy right. there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, uh, one more for you, Nick, before we let you run on the Twins, and that is coming up on Monday. It will be the amateur draft. A lot of speculation about what the Twins would do. You know, for a long time, it looked like Hunter Green was going to be that number one pick. Uh, that seems to to have changed. The latest that you're hearing, what the Twins are going to do at that top spot? Yeah, uh, Green has been sort of the the number one guy in every board for several months, uh, almost every board at least. Uh, I think most most of the major publications seem as the top talent in the class. Uh, but yeah, every indication seems to point to the Twins uh, being ready to pass on him. I think they see a little too much risk there. You know, uh, it's, it's pretty dicey selecting high school pitchers, as we've seen plenty of times in the past. Uh, Cole Stewart, uh, an example that hits home for the Twins. He was their fourth overall pick four years ago uh, and has not progressed well. So uh, I, I think they're le- it sounds like they're leaning more towards Kyle Wright, who's a Vanderbilt uh, starting pitcher. He's their ace. Uh, he's a big right-hander. Throws hard, good secondary stuff, looks like a fast riser. And, uh, you know, I think they see him. I wrote about this on Twins Daily uh, yesterday. They probably see him as a good fit in their pipeline and where their organization is at now, where uh, if they feel like they're sort of entering a window of contention with Sano, uh, Buxton, Kepler, and some of these pitchers starting to come into their own, uh, you know, he's a guy who could be entering the picture pretty quickly if he takes off like some of these number one college picks of the past, you know. I don't think he's going to live up to the level of Steven Strasburg or David Price. But, you know, those guys and Garrett Cole, they were in the major leagues within a couple of years, and they were very good right away. So uh, if Kyle Wright is able to do that, that would fit very well with their contention timeline and uh, with their ability to sort of aid on the fly a team that, that is actually contending. So with the new front office, we're obviously going to find out a lot about some of the things that they're going to be looking for as they go through their uh, first one together with Falvey and Levine going through. Uh, back to Green just here a moment. I, I guess there's two schools of thought that you can look for. Either Hunter Green, this once-in-a-generation talent, uh, can play shortstop, can be a pitcher. We just don't see guys like this. Some people have called him the best right-handed pitcher uh, coming out of high school in history. 
but there's the other side. Maybe he's not good enough. When you combine the two, yeah, he's the number one pick, but you're not combining the two because he's going to do one or the other at the other side. Still with the front office looking to do things kind of their own way. Boy, would it set him back here if Hunter Green turns out to be the talent that many people expect? Oh, that is the risk. You know, I mean, you go with uh, the safer collegiate pick, and he mm-hmm. turns out to be just a solid guy, you know, like we've seen plenty of these uh, collegiate starters turn out to be. And meanwhile, Hunter Green immediately turns into the best prospect in the game. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a mistake that will haunt them, uh, you know, and they're only nine months into their tenure here. So, so yeah, this is, this is a big decision for them, but uh, I'll say this much, you know, they, they're aware of that, and they know all the hype surrounding, surrounding Hunter Green and, and have since they took the job. And since it became clear they were going to have that first selection, uh, and they have been scouting him extensively. You know everything he's done. They've been there watching, and it's a very data-driven front office here. So, um, you know, if if they choose to pass on him, then I, I personally would be confident that they are seeing something that is meaningfully causing them to shy away. And we'll see how it plays out. But I'm not going to feel too bad about it, at least for the time being. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I've been uh, pretty satisfied with the way they've operated so far. So the Twins still in first. The last day, give me a date. The last day that the Twins will still be in first place this season is? Oh, man. Maybe within the next week. I don't know. It ah. seems like uh, the wheels are starting to come off on this uh, uh, on this pitching staff a little bit, and Cleveland is starting to pick up some steam now that they got Corey Kluber back and uh, some other pitchers starting to look a little better. So uh, I think the Twins have been a little fortunate that Cleveland has gotten off to a bit of a, a slower start than expected, but. Uh, that's a really good team with a lot of talent, so I don't know how much longer you can count on that lasting. That is Nick Nelson from TwinsDaily.com with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Nick, good catching up with you once again. Enjoy things, and I'll let you know when I make it up north for a Twins game this summer, all right? Sounds great, man. Can't wait. I'll buy you a beer three. Ah, I like that. Green Belt is the only way to go. and Not, not that crappy green can stuff, the original, the premium Green Belt. That's how you got to do it. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Nick Delson from Twins Daily. You can find him on Twitter as well. Always great content from him. And, and some uh, stuff talking about that draft, what they're going to do, and a look at Hunter Green, the starting pitcher slash shortstop. A lot of people thought slam dunk. Maybe not the case here for the Twins and what they're going to do. Coming up on Monday, the Major League Amateur Draft. We'll take a time out here. Come back, put a cap on things. More reaction Stoops, no more. Bob Stoops retiring after 18 seasons in Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley, the offensive coordinator, he will take over. We will talk about that coming up on the other side. More thoughts and a big day of change, Big 12 football-wise, with the Sooners. We come back with more here live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Next paint project, why settle for a new coat of paint? Try a new coat of armor. Glidden Diamond Paint and Primer at the Home Depot, starting at only $23.98 a gallon. When put to the test, Glidden Diamond stood up to 2,500 scrubs. That's a lot of soccer balls, muddy pets, and fingerprints. And that's one tough coat. We're pouring more into paint with unbeatable prices on scrubbable Glidden Diamond Paint and Primer from only $23.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing, U.S. only. Tampax Pocket Pearl is the ultimate on-the-go tampon for wherever you might be on the going. Whether you're on the treadmill, going full speed, or on your way to work, going snail speed. Oh, come on. Or on a first date, and it's going nowhere. <laughs> Check, please. Tampax Pocket Pearl's got you covered. It's the only pocket-sized tampon with full-size leak guard protection, so you can tuck it wherever and get on with wherever you're going. Tampax Pocket Pearl. Power over periods. AutoZone presents the oil change. Regular oil changes protect your engine from wear and tear, helping your car roll well beyond the 100,000 mile mark. And right now, you can get five quarts of Castrol conventional motor oil and an STP filter for just $23.99. So visit your local AutoZone. With over 5,000 locations, the right supplies and good advice are just around the corner. Let's get you what you need. See store for restrictions and details. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Gentlemen. Hurry into JCPenney and find great looks for whether you're in the office or on the go. Raise your game with menswear designed by Michael Strahan, exclusively at JCPenney. Get 50% off suit separates and dress shirts from Collection by Michael Strahan and up to 40% off MSX activewear, also available in big and tall. Don't miss out on even more savings with a coupon for $10 off when you spend $25 or more on select items. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney, coupon valid 6-7-6-13. Some exclusions and restrictions apply. See store jcp.com for details. Have you eaten here before? Nope. Good morning, gentlemen. Can I share our specials with you? Sure. First, we have the seafood special. It's actually been sitting around here for a week. Then there's the cream of chicken soup. It's had no refrigeration since it was made yesterday. We're known around these parts for our food poisoning. What can I get you? Yeah, don't think we can stay for lunch. Wouldn't it be great if you could be warned of life's risks? If you have diabetes, you can. There's a simple blood test called A1C that can help measure your risk of complications from diabetes. Why is it important? Because more than 600 people every day die from diabetes and its complications. If your A1C is above 7, your doctor can show you how to lower it. If you have diabetes, know your risk. Know your A1C. Ask your doctor. Or for more information, go to www.diabetesa1c.org or call 1-877-TEST-A1C. Brought to you by the American Diabetes Association, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation International, and the Ad Council. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is the message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000. Whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 9 till noon. Sponsored by Mediacom Careers. Count it down. Three, two, one. We're You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Trust, quality, value. 
Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, TC, back with you here one final time. Brinson, he hit the road early, living the Jimmy B life. He'll be back tomorrow at noon. But uh, he was so shaken up by the news of Bob Stoops retiring that he had to leave. I don't know, something like that. Regardless, uh, you, me, we will finish things up here. We will finish strong and take you up until 3 o'clock. You ought to join me here with your reactions to a completely surprising day. Give me a call right now at 515-264-1700. Again, 515-264-1700 with your reaction to Bob Stoops announcing his retirement. Now, when this came out, we were on the air, and you first see it, you think, well, is he at least going to coach out the season? Because the timing is so incredibly odd here. The timing of Stutz announcing this year, much like we talked about earlier this week when it came out that Thad Mata would be leaving Ohio State, the early speculation there was he was going to have at least another season and then was going to go out. That wasn't the case. Well, this one is different because this is Bob Stoops going out on his own terms. At least that's the way that it sounds right now. And and the things that Bob Stoops has done over the last couple of years, two more Big 12 titles, got the team into the college football playoff two seasons ago, got beat by Clemson last year. They were just short because of the losses in the non-conference that they had to Houston and to Ohio State. But, you know, Stoops, you look at the success that he had. And though he was never able to capture another national championship after that 2000 season, what he did with that program, bringing them back, bringing them back at a level where they were playing for national championships, where they were competing year in and year out for the Big 12 title. Ten Big 12 championships in 17 years. And remember that Oklahoma was coming through a very, very down period at least in the terms that we, at least for a person of my age, and really, you look at the tenure of Oklahoma and Oklahoma football and what they do year after year and the sustained success from Bud Wilkinson and what he put together and then uh, what you had with Barry Switzer. Then the comeback started. And I remember Howe and Schnellenberger going in there. Just for a year, it was a disaster. And John Blake after him before... Stoops finally got that job. It wasn't the job that it had been throughout that time period. And Stoops got him to that level. And for the Big 12, and what matters most for us here in this market when we talk Big 12, and for Iowa State, now you can look at it and say, great, we don't have to deal with this behemoth anymore. 
we do not have to deal with the Bob Stoops Oklahoma program that he built. And maybe Lincoln Riley won't work. And they take a step back. And that's all well and good. And for Iowa State fans' perspective, that's what you care about most. But when you look at the league as a whole, uh, we've seen the step back in the perception-wise, even if you believe that that perception isn't right. But nationally, out of the Power Five conferences, the only conference that has missed the college football playoff two of the first three years is the Big 12. You had Baylor and TCU that first year fighting for a spot. Neither of them got in. You saw Oklahoma make it in the second season and then get trounced by Clemson. Last year, undefeated conference champion in terms of a 9-0 and regular season. Nothing to show for it in Oklahoma. Now, in these instances, we're talking about Oklahoma two of those three years. The conference has lost some respect because Texas has not been nationally relevant. Is that fair? Probably not. Were TCU and Baylor looked at it a different light with the resume that they put together because of their name brand and their name recognition? I don't think there's any doubt about that. If you would have put Texas, same kids, same team, just the different uniforms and the different name brand with that Baylor team, that TCU team that year, either one of them, take your pick. But it said Texas instead of those two programs, I believe they would have been in the college football playoff. That still matters. And because Texas has taken a step back, that has hurt the nationwide perception of the conference. And that's what you get into now with Oklahoma and the future of that program. And if they do regress back and go from the heights that Stoops built and the expectations that are back there at Oklahoma, there's been plenty of rumbling down in Norman about Stoops and about, well, what's next? Yeah, these Big 12 titles are nice. Going to nice bowl games, going to the playoff a couple years ago, that's all well and good. But, boy, we got to compete with Alabama. It's not about winning Big 12 titles here. It's about winning national championships. We haven't done that for 16 years. You hear that from Oklahoma fans. Now they're going to find out. Now there's a new guy. It'll be Lincoln Riley taking over there for Bob Stoops. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. And a surprise here. All of a sudden, on June 7th, this thing comes across right after 2 o'clock and uh, hit me upside the head, and I'm sure a lot of people in that one as well. We will talk plenty about this coming up on tomorrow's show. We'll be back at it at noon. We'll have some of our top Big 12 guests on the program to get their thoughts and their perspectives about what is happening here. An end of an era and an incredible era. And that leaves now one college football coach at the D1A level, the FBS level. Kirk Ferentz, the only head coach that was around back in the 90s. Boy, does that make me feel old. Number two in terms of tenure, after Kirk Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz, now the longest tenured coach in college football. Stoops had him by a day or two before. Now Kirk Ferentz takes that reign and that title. Number two on the list, Gary Patterson at TCU, who took over the Horn Frog program back in 2000. Kirk Ferentz, your longest tenured coach. And as we found out today, things can happen quickly. I would be shocked beyond shocked if when Kirk Ferentz decides to step away,
that it goes this route, that a surprise out of absolutely nowhere happens, and it goes down like this. Doesn't seem to be Crook's way of doing things. This one, another house for Bob Stoops. Bought another one in Chicago. Guess he's hanging out with those Naperville kids. Who knows? That's Bob Stoops. Absolutely crazy stuff happening there. We are out of time for today. Thanks to everybody out there for listening in. We uh, talked Hawkeyes today with Pat Hardy, allhawkeyes.com. That podcast will be up shortly over on our webpage, 1700kbgg.com. We talked some baseball with Chris Cotillo of SB Nation. NBA Finals predictions with John Cannon from the comeback and Nick Nelson on the Twins today. You can catch all our podcasts always on our website, 1700kbgg.com, and we will find those up there for you here in just a little bit. Tonight, I got once again, give me the Warriors. I told you 4-1 before the series began, and maybe I should flip it over to 4-0. John Cannon, he's been right on. Loving, though, give me the Warriors, and uh, might be getting a little bit there as I take a look at the updated odds. Up to 3.5 now that you're laying with Golden State in that one. Uh, game number three coming up tonight. Baseball-wise, what we got going on? Eh, twins, they're up late tonight. Cubs, 7.05 again. John Lackey on the bump. Keep an eye on that. What else gets you? Well, you got to watch Cardinals and Reds a little bit. Got to see what Scooter Jeanette does for an encore, right? <laughs> Unbelievable. Kansas City, Houston, after that big comeback, it'll be Dallas Keuchel on the mound, who's been ridiculously good against Jason Vargas for Kansas City. Pretty good pitching matchup. NBA Finals, much more, and more reaction tomorrow. Bob Stoops stepping away at Oklahoma. That'll do it. Thanks for listening in. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow at noon. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. The better you drive, the more you save. Bears and bats, they live in a cave, but that's irrelevant here. So back to the subject we steer. Snapshot saves you money when you drive safe. I wear corduroy pants. I don't mind that they chafe. 
The better you drive, the more you can save with Snapshot from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Clearing out furniture? Free. Ripping out old carpet? No charge. Hauling it away? On the house. No hidden fees. Just free installation on carpet $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See HomeDepot.com for details. Offer ends June 7th. Gentlemen, hurry into JCPenney and find great looks for whether you're in the office or on the go. Raise your game with menswear designed by Michael Strahan. Exclusively at JCPenney, get 50% off suit separates and dress shirts from Collection by Michael Strahan. And up to 40% off MSX activewear. Also available in big and tall. Don't miss out on even more savings with a coupon for $10 off when you spend $25 or more on select items. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 6 7 6 13. Some exclusions and restrictions apply. See store at jcp.com for details. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 KBGG with Jenny B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo. The trick golf shot that I do have is when I hit it in the woods if I find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good. I've seen you golf. A trick shot for you is hitting the green in regulation. There you go. Then join former Pro Bowl running back Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney for the Tiki and Tierney Show and head into the evening with former registered sports writer Bill Ryder with Ryder Than You on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. BGG. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? When a tornado is tearing through town? Or a hurricane strikes? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by...